Hi, my name is Ryan. I've been a supporter of Paul's for many years now. I wish to get the podcast and video creation part of the system we call Paul back up to full speed. And I think Patreon support is a big part of that system. Go over to patreon.com slash paulwheaton. Make a pledge for each artifact that Paul creates. Again, the site is patreon.com slash paulwheaton. You can also find the link in the podcast notes. Enjoy the podcast. All right, let's go on. I can see the numbers. Can, uh... All right, uh, well, today is Friday morning. It's Friday. Friday morning. The PDC wraps up tomorrow. So you all have to give your presentations tomorrow afternoon. <laughs> but you've already presented off and on throughout this event because I think that, I mean, if nothing else, what wasn't it the second day that there was a a design presentation? Did it... First day. That was, was that the first day? I thought it was like the day after. Like everybody got the, they got together in the evening and they made a design, and then we were designing on on the first day. Yes. Oh, okay. All right. All right. Designing on the first day. I know I saw a presentation like on the second or third day, and I thought that the. Uh, in fact, I just want to kind of. So here I am. I'm sitting with a whole bunch of the students. There are students that are are, are choosing to not participate, and there are students that are choosing to participate in this podcast. And um, I know that uh, I was sitting with Alan. One day and uh, during a break, and um, uh, I th- I said, well, since all the students are going to be right making their own designs, they're going to kind of miss out on learning about uh, working together, which uh, is, is a euphemism for not working together. <laughs> and and in most PDCs, it's like everybody gets broken up into groups of like four or five, and it's like, okay, this group is going to make a design of this, and this group's going to make a design of that, and things of that nature. And then uh, all kinds of human developments develop. And and it's uh, it's actually quite comical. The, the, the lessons learned are more about working with people than anything else. And so I was mentioning they're going to be robbed of that experience. <laughs> they're going to be robbed of that suffering, which is known as education. And uh, and so Alan came up with an idea. And so the whole class made a design together, a quick design. And we came up with a scenario of we took a slice of the property and we uh, took the love shack and the volcano and we said that there is this guy named uh, David Thoreau that's going to move in there. He's got some experience living in a small space, and uh, he's a writer. And uh, he wants to experience permaculture. And I actually believe that the design that came out of that with this group was the best design I've seen happening here. So I'm looking forward. And I've, I've gotten to see some of the designs the other day. And um, they're being revamped and revamped and revamped and revamped. And it's do it over, do it over. There's a lot of emphasis on draw, 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 draw some more. And then, of course, tomorrow is the, the big day for the final presentations. All right. <clears throat> this is a PDC for uh, scientists, engineers, architects, educators, and people with extensive permaculture knowledge. 
I would even say that the premier group is going to be the pod people, the people that have listened to all or most of the podcasts. And I see some nodding going on. And um, but we've got people that have listened to a lot of the podcasts and uh, they also happen to be engineers and scientists and the like. Uh, we had uh, architects last year. Do we have any architects this year? Not this year. Not this year. Okay. No. All right. Let's kind of uh, for the people that are choosing to participate in this. Uh, let's let's go ahead and get a quick like like ten or fifteen seconds of who the hell are you and you know that kind of like what brought you here. You know, what's your profession perhaps? Uh, whatever you're comfortable with sharing maybe. And there's Kay kind of looking at it like oh. Jeez, do I have to? Or, or you could just pass, okay? <laughs> All right, I want to hand this around. Yeah, I'm a retired chemical engineer, and uh, we just, I, I, me and my husband just moved up from uh, Colorado to Idaho, and we bought some property, and we want to start from the beginning with permaculture concepts when we build our gardens and forests. So that's what brought me here. Okay. Hi, I'm Jennifer. Um, I manage or have been managing a 500-acre cattle ranch in Texas, but I'm probably going to be spending some time here in Montana going forward. Um, and so far, my only permaculture education has been self-study, so I wanted to come up here and take the PDC. My name is Greg, and I'm a practicing chemical engineer. Um, I've been um, also practicing permaculture for the last, mm, say, about 15 years. Mention your uh, staff thing. Oh, and I, oh, sorry. I'm, I'm Greg Martin. I'm a staff member on Permies.com. Yeah! And, uh, so, <laughs> thank you both. Uh, and uh, but anyway, yeah, like like Jen, I I've been uh, doing it uh, informally, and I really wanted to uh, do it more formally uh, in a PDC. Hi, I'm Kate, and uh, I have a degree in computer science, but I started becoming a homesteader and business owner um, um, in the last uh, five years or so. Um, we're hoping to build a homestead and a food forest with integrated pasture, and I really wanted to do a good job starting out. I really wanted to know what to do, and so I'm here. My name is Kelly. I'm an oncology nurse from Las Vegas, Nevada. I have a little urban uh, permaculture site going, and I'm really just interested in learning more and being more equipped to help uh, solve problems that I see in the health industry um, with real solutions and also get more equipped for the future. I am also interested in, um, I've done some mission work, and I want to continue that, and I think that uh, permaculture would be a good way to help, um, you know, people get more settled. Hi, I'm Cass, and I come north of the wall. I'm from Saskatoon, Saskatchewan in Canada. I, um, Did you guys build a wall to keep us out? I think we're trying to anyway. <laughs> so, yeah, I come here to uh, refine my knowledge of permaculture and uh, bring that to the table when it con concerning teaching and homesteading up in the north. I'm Josiah. I'm from uh, Western Washington. I've been working on uh, tillage-based organic agriculture for the last six or seven years um, in a variety of different uh, job positions, and I have taken one PDC before. I was kind of disillusioned by that experience and wanted to level it up with the uh, PDC for scientists, engineers, and architects. 
And hi, I'm Alan, and I'm the course instructor. I'm an electrical engineer, systems engineer with about 30 years of experience. And I'm here because a couple years ago, this giant guy in overall said, we need to talk about doing a professional level PDC. And that's why I'm here. So, Alan, we met uh, in Bozeman. In Bozeman. And uh, it was a Sepulcher event. And at the time, you were working on PRI certification uh, as uh, as an instructor, PRI uh, instructor certification. Mm -hmm. And um, I remember Neil Bertrando was there, and he was also working on it. You guys were exchanging notes about, like, you know. And in the end, I believe that you both decided to pass on the PRI certification, each for your own different reasons. And um, and I I think that there's probably a lot of benefit to the certification, but um, I think it's lost some of its luster, um, and uh, I, I think that uh, I, I don't know. I, I, I think that certification is critically important, and we really ought to get behind it. And, and but I, I, I kind of, um, I don't know. I, 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 I hope that maybe someday there can be some discussion more about that and, and whatnot. But um, uh, there, because there are some PDCs out there that. It's like, how did I end up? So Josiah mentioned something about a previous PDC. You were, you left it feeling less than charmed. And so I, I this is the first I've heard of it. I didn't know you had taken a PDC before. And, and I, and I don't want to like, uh, put you on the spot or like, you know, explore this in the middle of a podcast. But, uh, um, I do know of a lot of people that went to something that was called a PDC. And when they described it to me, I kind of felt like, I don't think that is a PDC. That's that's a whole different weird thing. And so the the need for some sort of certification for standardization, I think, is critical. But since you are deviating from the PRI standard, this gives you the ability to create a PDC the way that you see fit. And based on long conversations that you and I have had, I think that the direction that you are going is an is is in the spirit of the PDC, but dramatically improved. So what I would, what I kind of say there is that uh, yes, I actually, you know, um, I had an, I, I had my PDC formally in 2007, co-taught by Jeff Lawton and Darren Doherty, which mm-hmm. was a really interesting. Two brilliant guys. Oh, absolutely. Yeah. Uh, that was in Portland, Oregon, back in 2007, and then I. Went and did the teacher training with Jeff in 2012 down at Zatuna Farm, which was a really fun experience and learned a lot there. Um, then I started getting into it, and I realized that the audience that I am beginning to address is um, people with professional, you know, professional design practices, uh, scientists, engineers, architects, urban planners, so on and so forth. They're more concerned with other credentialing from me as an instructor than the PRI. They typically don't have much information about the PRI, but they have other certifications that they're interested in. So I've been spending a lot more time you know, tracking that down. So, yes, my curriculum for my PDC does handle everything that's in the PRI requirements and everything in the PINA requirements, if you're looking at that as well. Um, I've looked at that, plus probably about an additional 50 to 75% of material. So it's, it's incredibly information-dense compared to just about any other PDC you're going to find because we approach the whole thing with... A, a definite degree of rigor 
and uh, there is an intensity to the information delivery that pretty much expects professional level students who want to learn in a professional level environment. So, you know, a lot more, a lot of PCs, uh, PDCs are designed to be a little more casual paced and so forth. So we made it clear in all the marketing for this event that it was for scientists and engineers and architects, et cetera. And, um, and I think that that's what we got. I mean, basically what we build it as is is it's going to be far more intense. It's going to be far more information rich. Um, you're going to be drinking it. It'll, and, and as we've gone through the course, we kind of talked about other PDCs, and that's kind of like when you're taking another PDC, you're drinking from the garden hose, and here it's you're drinking from the fire hose. And then for most people, it's like you, I brought a kiddie pool, and with the garden hose, we were able to fill up the kiddie pool. Um, and and here it's like oh, we're, we're we're trying to fill up like uh, fill up a lake. And I kind of feel like uh, what's going on is is that we have it's, and I kind of feel like while it's there's a lot to be said for the instructor. I think that there's a lot to be said for the students who said, I'm in. That's what I want. And and so uh, this, whereas other PDCs, I kind of feel like by the time you get to Friday on the second week, that they're skipping class. They are phoning it in. Some of them are even leaving. Um, <clears throat> they are... Uh, missing out on the evening stuff, um, whereas I kind of feel like we have had evening stuff every night, including the day off. <laughs> and I think attendance has been 90 to 100 percent. In fact, I think I I might even feel like I could say 100 percent. Maybe yeah, yeah. has it been 100 percent? Yeah. yeah. And it's like clearly the students are like not only has this course been extremely intense any given hour. But uh, I believe we're talking about 14 hours a day. So the general thing is, is we all start at 7 a.m. to have breakfast. And um, and then it, it goes strong until 9 p.m. And so 14 hours a day. And there was a day off in there, but I think almost everybody opted for only half a day off. Um, it seems like you're all like, okay, everybody go into town and have a good time and do the fun things. And then I think by three o'clock in the afternoon, everybody is back and they're, it's like class resumes. Everybody's doing stuff again. So it's, I think part of it is, is that we have an instructor that can dish it out at an intense rate. But even more importantly, we have selected, like the, the students have self-selected to only be those that want that pace. Is that accurate? Everybody's nodding. Yeah. The, the, yeah. Pod, the pod people cannot hear the nodding. You know, for being a bunch of smart people, you're missing something here. This is not a video contraption. I think that is accurate. I do think there's a lot to be said for Ellen's teaching style. Um I don't know that we all could have taken quite this much if Alan wasn't so skilled at delivering this level of information. Um, but I definitely think that we were all excited about how much we were going to receive. Yeah, I agree. Uh, this is Robin. I agree with, uh, you know, what she just said. It's, uh, 
it's not just the information. It's it's been Alan's delivery and bringing it back to the real world so that you're not just hearing about a it's not a piece of data. It's a concept that you can immediately incorporate into your brain. And that makes then the next thing so much easier. Oh, okay. Everybody's everybody's signaling. I got things to say. That's funny. I know for me, um, from being a nurse, I really question things, and I want to know why. So I had already planned on going to the Jeff Lawton one down in Jordan this year, mm-hmm. but then when I saw the scientists and engineers one, I was like, wait. That might be something where I get to get a more in-depth look at why, because I don't want to um, just incorporate the stuff into my thinking and start educating my patients with things that aren't real. Yeah, I'm not going to lie to you. Um, I had no idea what I was getting into with this thing. Um, I've listened to, <laughs> I've listened to all the podcasts in depth, maybe multiple times. Um, you know, really into it. But uh, this is my baseline now. This is uh, what I know as a PDC, and I don't know how you could recreate this in like an online setting. I'm, I'm kind of confused now of what that would be like compared to something intense and awesome like this. Um. I guess just to speak to the self-selection, self-selection aspect, uh, and and to comment on my my past PDC experience, um, the teacher can only teach to the level the students are are prepared to 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 learn, and um, in my past PDC, it was like gardening basics because that's where everyone was at, but when you come in with such a strong um, you know, professional background or uh, experience in relative material, r- relevant material, uh, your ability to incorporate the information into a design framework is uh, much, much better. Yeah, and I have, have two comments from that. One is, as an instructor, you know, I've taught classes in which I have, like, multiple PhDs and everybody's engineer and so on and so forth, but have very little experience in permaculture. So you attack that class by building from where they are. And you have to give them some basic permaculture concepts, but they take it really fast because you're, you're building on top of their professional experience. This group came in, and pretty much everybody had a really strong foundation and basic permaculture concepts. So I may have been able to have a lot of fun. We'll just pulse the room and see whatever you know where everybody is and then just like take off from there and so we've gone really really far and um we're we're delivering about my notes now are 350 pages and just to give you some idea of that another thing i'd like to say is that uh in terms of you know the intensity of it uh if if you're just kind of listening i think maybe we're leaving the impression that this is like this grim serious (laughs) academic (laughs) march through you know this thing and um one of my personal metrics is if we do not have uproarious laughter happening in the classroom several times in every session, then we're, we're not hitting it. Because I know as an instructor, I've taught for many, many years, several decades, that people learn absolutely the best when they are having a great time and having fun and they're laughing and everything else. So you need to tell stories. We need to have fun. And that's actually how we're able to sustain that pace uh, is because it is. And I think everybody here is... Just, you know, we've all had a tremendous time laughing with each other and just having a great time. I think it's part of the reason that you can take all this in and actually incorporate it. If we just did a death march of information, you, you would, you would not be happy by the time we got done. Yeah. 
So I <clears throat> I tried to make a list of some of the things that uh, uh, Alan is assuming knowledge of, and uh, one of the things is is that uh, uh, everybody who arrived already knew about all the permaculture zones. So he skipped that and went into um, uh, now what are we going to do with it? And also let's let's refine some of this knowledge. Let's 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 explore some different perspectives on what this could mean. Um, the other thing is, is that I wrote down uh, everybody. He expects the students to have a, the, understand the basics of chemistry and physics. Is there anybody here that believes that they arrived without a basic understanding of chemistry and physics? One person. You you believe you don't have like well, what would? All right, now I'm trying to think of like what would be a thing that you that was like too. So what, was it overwhelming? Was there like a stumbling? Oh, here she comes. All right. <laughs> This way? No, no. Talk to the fuzzy. Sorry. Okay. So I think that uh, Alan made it very easy for a layman to understand it. <laughs> so it's, um, you know, I'm a homeschooler, so I don't have, uh, and I was a graphic designer, so I don't have any of that real science base. I've always been very art and design minded, but um, I was excited at the potential for the pace of the class and to be able to gather, you know, 100% more knowledge than I would have gotten in a regular PDC. So I I hung in there and I was able to get it. And he the way that he explained it made it so much better than it would have been like in college. <laughs> um, talk, can you mention real quick something? Because we're talking about a fire hose, drinking from the fire hose. Exactly, yeah. And so whereas the others, I'm kind of getting the impression like, Drinking from the fire hose turns out to be easy. And I think what you just said was, I think there might be some splatters on my cheeks. Yes. Yeah. Yeah. Right. yeah I kind of felt like my brain was melting the first couple days. <laughs> <laughs> but uh, it's good. But yeah. you haven't run away. Exactly. Yeah. <laughs> I'm yeah. still yeah. here. And and it's like, uh, and you're rolling with it. It's working yeah. out. Yeah. Yeah. Okay. So you, it, it you, made are sense. Are you having to talk to Alan on the side about, you know, what does that mean? I don't think that I have. I just kind of ask those questions in class. Okay. <laughs> All right. Does somebody else have their hand up? Okay. All right. So I'm just going to, to throw her a little support. I also don't have a professional um, science background. I, I was actually an English literature major, so I was a little afraid <laughs> in the beginning. Um, and I do feel that if you have, like, I mean, really just solid, basic, like, even high school level physics and chemistry that you actually remember, <laughs> you'll be okay. Um, but Alan puts a new spin on it in the first few days and gives us a good framework going forward. So if you don't come in with that knowledge super solid, I think you'll still be okay as long as you put in the effort. Yeah. All right. Um, I'm going to try. Oh, is there a hand up? No, no, no. Okay. All right. <clears throat> um, uh, I got a couple of other notes in here. Uh, remedial questions are generally handled offline. So, I mean, I, it seems to me, uh, you know, based on something that was just mentioned uh, a moment ago, 
that when questions are brought up that are like more of a beginner question during a typical PDC, it's like, okay, that's what we're, that's the pace we're going to go to. It goes with the lowest common denominator. My understanding is that during this course, it's kind of like uh, when something like that is brought up, then Alan will say, let's talk about that during the break or let's talk about that during the meal or something like that. We'll talk more later offline. And um, and so then because the pace is going to be set for a, a much stronger, more intense pace. And if there's um, if, if there's one individual that's struggling with the basics, then that individual will get more answers later, which kind of brings up another point, too. Um, I you'll notice that the tables that we have here are round. And this is my choice, because when I took my first PDC, we had round tables that were exactly this size. And I felt like I actually gained more at the meals than I did during the formal class time. Um, and so that's another thing, too, is that if you uh, we, we say we're looking for students that want this far more intense pace which attracts a certain kind of person, which means that when you're sitting down for a meal and you're visiting with the other people, chances are that they're professionals um, and they might have some other things. Over. How has it been visiting with your fellow students? Does anybody have something to add? So I see nodding, which, of course, still doesn't make it through the microphone. Okay. I think it's pretty cool that we get to like um, just kind of get to know each other. It's been slow and steady, but um, you know I get to sit at the back table with Aaron and kind of uh, get looks from Alan while we're talking during class. But <laughs> half the time we're just showing off our projects at home, our little homesteading things, and uh, our mistakes and our successes, and it's just bringing a whole a whole other depth to this uh, the experience in general. And Kaz, who just spoke, had a really good idea that all of us uh, get together about three resources that we've all enjoyed, a book, a website, a podcast, and share it with each other. So that by the end, um, really the things that we've learned that have created who we are today um, can be passed on to all the rest of us. And it really just, um, I think, is a great way to network and share, share our knowledge. I've been really surprised... Um just with the diversity of backgrounds that are represented, uh, and it's 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 a staggering amount of uh, real life experience in the room. Uh, so many times, the answers uh, answers to questions in my mind have been completely outfielded by someone else's experience. Like I never even would have thought of that question, um, and. It's kind of cool because you you know you you're specifying it for scientists, engineers, and architects, but you get you know, an even broader uh, dimension of life experience than I think you get at most PDCs. All right, so, Josiah, I'm going to ask you a question. I have written down here that I believe that the amount of information that a person gets at this PDC is about triple of what they would get at a regular PDC um, because of the, the pace and the rigor of this course. But And uh, as the only person outside of Alan and myself that's attended a PDC before... Um, how do you feel about that number three? Does, it, does the number three seem about right, or would you select a different number c comparing this course to your previous PDC? Um, I I feel like three is not inaccurate, um, but it also totally depends on on the student. Um, and one of the things that I that I have recognized is uh, in Alan's lectures, he covers pretty much all the same material that I received in my in my past PDC but the depth of experience that Alan brings is that he can he can um, 
he can give you real-life examples and how to set up systems to be metricable. Those are things that you, you know, like, if I would have asked a question like that to the PDC instructor that I had before, chances are they would not have had any experience with actually installing that system. Um, or they they would not... The, just the the ability to have an answer behind the question that's outside of the course material. Um, I think that that makes it possible to have more than three times the information uh, than would be presented in the one that I experienced. Yeah, I think if you were to look, if you look carefully at my course outline, and then you were to look at the course outline for a lot of other PDCs, you would see that there's a lot of similarities, because of course I'm delivering everything that's supposed to be delivered, you know, in the standard curriculum coming out of Mollison's manual. I've added probably maybe, if you looked at the number of points down there, there's probably about another 30% of, you know, points that would be not in most other PDCs. But I think the difference is I try to attack every one of those points at a level that is much more scientifically rigorous and conceptually mm, a little little more advanced um, and trying to help people build a, a, we'll call it a framework of thinking. Instead of trying to deliver a lot of just individual little bricks of information that you then have to sort out and put into you know some sort of larger scheme, mm-hmm. I'm really trying to start from the very beginning, helping you figure out how to mentally build a framework to hang all this stuff onto, so that you're building a coherent you know idea of the bigger picture, and also you know coherent framework for design and approaching design and so that's a that's where i'm trying to bring in a lot more rigor and um, i'm really enjoying the results i'm seeing from the students as we kind of go through that process so earlier you mentioned darren doherty that you took your pdc from darren doherty and um i've exchanged some emails with darren over the years uh but he was in a podcast once where he was saying that permaculture is about the the whole design it's it's not like paul wheaton's playing cards and so i'm thinking like well great when he's in a podcast he talks about me that's awesome (laughs) and uh of course it's in the negative which is unfortunate but uh but i but i do know that he bought a brick of my cards when we were having the kickstarter um and uh but i i have to agree i think that uh uh permaculture really is about the design um and it also happens to be about the the massive collection of techniques such as what's in the the cards and and etc there's there's a lot of little bits and bobs and and then and i think that there's a, a few different possible approaches but um but but the pdc is about really gluing all the pieces together Mm-hmm. And then um, I think most PDCs. In fact, I wrote this down. Um, I think that uh, most most PDCs are going to uh, show you what design is. So when you've completed a PDC, it's like, okay, I was forced to make a design. Now I've got an idea of what a design is. Whereas I kind of feel like in this course, it's going to be like, uh, when you're done, you should feel comfortable making designs. Like you're going to be a designer. The best that could be turned out in two weeks. I mean, really, <laughs> to, to be a pro, you might want to get a couple years of stuff under your belt. But it's like, I, I kind of feel like you're going to be more likely to be in a position where like, like, I'll, I'll get to a situation and I can make a design here. 
Whereas I, I kind of feel like with other PDCs, you're going to um, need to have a lot of uh, uh, be self-propelled in a, much, in a very powerful way to get it done. Whereas now I think it's going to be a little easier for everybody to kind of do this. Um, so <clears throat> some of the other notes real quick. Um, I believe that this PDC, that the students will leave with uh, triple, having having acquired triple uh, the content of a regular PDC, and that's just me guessing. Alan has some knowledge in this space. Alan agrees, and of course we heard from Josiah, like maybe, <laughs> and and so <laughs> I don't know. I, I maybe uh, maybe I was uh, misunderstood a little bit, but I think I guess to to say it more concisely. You can get three times more more material. You can get more than three times more material. And if you if your brain fills up on the third day, then you're going to get you know the same amount of material. Okay. <laughs> All right. And I and I think what we've done is is that we filtered for that. We we basically said, oh yeah, we're, you know, it's going to be the fire hose. So you got to be somebody that can totally deal with the fire hose. And so everybody who showed up is somebody that said, that's what I want. I, I want the fire. I, I'm concerned about the other PDCs. Okay, so, I, so I'm saying triple. I'm saying three times more. I'm saying that, and it's like it's, that's a hard, squishy thing to actually measure. But I, I do believe the pace of other PDCs is much easier. They, you know, they, they, the people that show up um, are new to permaculture, and they are not scientists and engineers or architects, and they are... Uh, they would be overwhelmed with this pace. The other thing is, is I my understanding, I've never taken Jeff Lawton's online PDC, um, but I have visited with many people who have, and I'm going to guess that this PDC is double that. Um, so I'm going to say Jeff's has 50% more than a traditional PDC. His online PDC has 50% more. But, of course, with Jeff's online PDC, you will not be forced to do talent night. <laughs> and I, I do believe with uh, the online PDC, you do get certified, right? Because you send in your stuff, and they give you the big green check mark and stuff like that. So, Alan, you have something to add. Yeah, it was just a, a thought. You know, I've been teaching for about 30 years and and thought about teaching for quite a while so one of the things we're talking about you know how are we getting that much into your brain when you come here and sit and one of the things i would point out uh, we talked about this early on it's like there's two different ways of approaching and learning like one of them is what we call procedural thinking which is like i'm just going to give you a bunch of recipes that you mindlessly go off and sort of like, okay, write down that recipe, write down that recipe, and so on and so forth. And I do not teach that way. Um, I teach what we call schematic uh, approach, which is we're building mental maps of understanding. And when we do that, you can actually pack in a lot more material because we can start to build a map and we can fill in the map and the details and that builds in the understanding of why I'm doing what I'm doing. If we just start doing procedural stuff, it's like, well, here, when you run into this circumstance, here's a recipe. When you run into this circumstance, here's this recipe. But what do you, happens when you run into a circumstance where I didn't give you a recipe, right? If you, now you're stuck. Which is biology. Yes. Yeah. Right. But if we teach you the mental map, and so I start doing the hard work of trying to help you build the mental map so that we don't run into what I termed in the course permaculture toolbox rattlers, which is someone 
who was given a bunch of recipes, didn't understand really the depth behind them. They didn't understand the application when they were appropriate, when they were not appropriate. They just go off and they see something like, oh, well, I'm just going to look in my list of recipes I got and pull out one that I liked and just try to force on the situation. Herb spiral. Herb spiral. There's a bunch of them. I mean, <laughs> you know, um, it's one of the things we say in the class. It's sort of like uh, there are people who, who do that. It's They're sort of like the people who are, um, well, it'd be like an architect that decides that um, architecture is defined by putting a spiral staircase in everything, right? Even if they're designing a bathroom in a single floor building, they're going to put a put a, uh, a spiral staircase in because they <laughs> like spiral staircases. So what we're really trying to do here is build this deeper like mental map and hang all of the information on that map. And when we do that, then we have the possibility of carrying a lot more information out of our time together and it not becoming so overwhelming because we're not just throwing all kinds of un like your brain thinks of as unrelated material when you're just giving procedure and you know after procedure after procedure you're like oh i'm drowning in all of this versus a sort of like making sense of it so that when you're getting the information you get these little aha moments oh that's how that fits right and it fits into a bigger picture and all of a sudden it just like clicks in place and that's not nearly the mental drain because it's exciting to be building that mental map it's not nearly the mental drain of just having piece after piece of something that seems unrelated and you're supposed to like learn it that is very tiring i think it's one of the reasons if if you're not careful when you're teaching a big bunch of information, people just start to get completely worn down. And there's when you get that whole thing of people are just not showing up the last few days because they're just, they're feeling completely overwhelmed because there's no context. Um, I think that <clears throat> uh, we're, we're, how, how about I want to ask this? How do you feel about like we had a PDC, it's like some PDC. Where this is a, a PDC, it's taught by Alan Booker. It's going to cover the PDC things. It's going to, you know, basically we're going to open the big black book and we're going to read it out loud, you know, or whatever. But it, but it's like uh, that would attract a certain kind of student. And and so um, whereas in this particular case, both this year and last year, we made it very clear: scientists, engineers, and architects. And and so it's attracted a different kind of student. I suspect, as a teacher, it is delicious to do this. Yeah. So they can't hear you nodding. Yes. No, I was I was I was waiting for you to finish so I could kind of like okay. vamp on what you were saying. Oh yeah, it's it's like really fun. It really is. Um, I mean, anybody who's taught a lot knows that engaged students are about ten times more fun than people than you have to sort of drag along. I mean, when you, when you get students that aren't engaged, I actually make it a rule. I will not teach any material to unengaged students. I will actually start by trying to tell them stories and so forth to get some curiosity going and some level of, in, uh, of engagement going before I even start, because why bother if they're not there? And so when you get people coming in the door, and even like the very first day, it's like there's this, you know, I'm, I'm going, and there's this, you can feel there's a pull. 
And anytime you teach, there's this thing where there's a feedback loop with your students. And um, you are definitely the best teacher when your students are pulling it out of you and giving that body language. is sort of like you're seeing those little aha moments and you're seeing those little that. And you get the little leaning forward and everybody's, you, you know, and you're telling a story that's like making things make sense for them. And like all of a sudden you get this little ripple of, you know, body language across the room and so forth. Yeah, that is when you know that, A, you as a teacher are having a blast. And number two, you can see things landing for people. And that's what I want to see. And if I don't see that as I'm teaching, I'm going to stop and try to figure out why not. But when you have a group like this, it's so much easier, right? It's so easy. And every day... You know, we've been doing this. This will be our 12th day of me delivering material we're about to launch into. And the group is still here and very present. And, like, there's, like, a little vibe in the mornings of, like, we're excited. And so that's why I love sort of having this self-selected audience of people. And then they're enthusiastic because everybody else is also enthusiastic. It does seem like with a regular PDC, you get to the point where, not only are the like on day 12, which we're at, that um, the students are wore out, they're exhausted, the instructor is wore out and exhausted, but I'm not getting any of that here. Everybody is hungry for more, and I think that uh, when this thing ends, it's going to be hard for some people to be like, what, it's it's over? Now, of course, we're about, for a lot of the people here, they're going to continue on with the ATC, where we have three instructors. We'll be doing the Jamboree format. There will probably be five builds of things happening all at the same time, but it'll be a, a powerful change from classroom time to hands-on time. Mm-hmm. So, Robin? Yeah, um, just to add a little bit to what uh, Alan was saying about the aha moments, um, I lost count the first week of the aha moments. Yeah. And, and it got me thinking about, um, as my time as a professional engineer, I would go to conferences or continuing education, and I felt fortunate if I came away with one or two new concepts or aha moments. And so, you know, comparing that to this, I will say this is probably the best, well, is the best continuing education or training I've ever had. And that's with 25 years in industry. So comparing so, it to, like, to like professional it, conferences, yeah. comparing it to professional training. Yeah, because yeah. there it was just bits and pieces of information that you might or might not be able to use. So it, it's uh, this, this is definitely a step above. Now, th- we're recording this podcast today mm-hmm. in response to something that you said to me yesterday. And so uh, I believe your words were, "Well, I've never I'm taken a P- I, 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 I've never taken a PDC before, right? But I cannot help but think that this PDC has far more than any other PDC, right? And and more people should find out about it. And right. then so I said, "Well, how do you get more people to find out about it?" And then so we ended up with like, "Well, we." We could record a podcast. Maybe that'll help. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. So we're trying. Yeah, you know, and 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 it's that, that framework that Alan mm-hmm. was talking about that I think makes such a big difference. Because if I want, you know, little small concepts, I can read that. I can find that in a book. But it's mm-hmm. that framework, right. and I think that that is something that is is uh, has been really such a critical part of this. And and you're right. It allowed 
my brain to accept more information when I think I'm saturated, then it's like everything settles down and then I'm ready for more. And that's been going on day after day instead of hitting a wall, which everybody does, you know, like usually three days. Has been my experience, yeah. but, it, but it's like it's, it settles in overnight while you're sleeping, and then the next morning you got some more capacity to take in more, and we just we just keep rolling with it. Yeah, it's been great. It seems it's like it's like not great. very often that you encounter a situation where it's an educational experience, and you um, find yourself desirous of uh, well drinking from the fire hose some more. Right. And it's like, right. that was great. I'm in for some more. Right. As opposed to, and this kind of comes back to the whole thing of like, um, uh, you know, most people for most courses, they'd be maybe even halfway through the first day. They're kind of like, and there's two more weeks of this. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Cause you don't know what to do with the first three days of information. You don't know how to, how to, you know, let it just settle into your head. And we're, we're getting that here. So, you know, a lot of this is just, it's just Alan's style of teaching okay. has been wonderful. Oh, and, and, yeah, we'll, we'll pass it around. Everybody's got something to add now. <laughs> you got something started. <laughs> so I just wanted to say I've been so impressed with the other students. Um, even when we get breaks, it's like, so Alan turns off the fire hose for a few minutes, and then we go find each other and turn it back on. Because <laughs> <laughs> While we're washing dishes or eating, because everybody here has such an incredible level of and diversity of knowledge and experience, so it's been really amazing. And I guess I'm going to kind of just barely counter something you said, Paul, which is, which is, I think we're all tired. I really do. I think, I think, I think there's some, uh, there's some blessing in the fact that it will end and we will have to pull ourselves away even though we don't really want to. Yeah. Um, but after we had one night where we went till, oh gosh, it was past nine. We didn't roll it back to bed until after 10. And, um, I remember one of the other students, uh, Tony. Uh, I, I, rem I remember him saying, "You know, there's there's time to sleep when you're dead." You know, that's, that's kind of how you feel. At the beginning, it was really kind of a feeling more like every day a class ended and or, or you know the day ended, and it was more like, "Boy, darn, there's only this many more days left." You know, and so it's uh, it's been a really great experience. It's true. It's been totally exhausting. But I'm so excited because it takes so long to sort of search for information on your own, like on the Internet. Listening to podcasts is great, but it's just the, the volume you can get here all at once. Um, it saves me so much time. I'm, I'm, it's worth losing sleep um, and, and making sacrifices because it's it's so valuable. And the other thing I wanted to say is that Alan has some awesome stories. Oh, and I've been, yeah. I've been super impressed with the, the number and quality of the stories. Well, They're really excellent. The other thing is that um, when I first signed up, I've been to some science and engineering classes where I was the only lady in the room, and that's not the case here. What are we, like, almost 50%? Yeah. Close to it? And so you won't you won't be feeling weirded out if you're a lady and you want to come. Yeah. <laughs> Seconded. I just wanted to touch real quick on the teaching styles, too, and kind of why all of this stuff works. There are three principles of education that I've really seen um, Alan use a lot. One of them is the uh, priming. So, you know, you can't just give 
somebody a whole depth of information on something that they've never processed, never heard of before. So you know, he uses priming a lot where that's you introduce it subtly. You let the person know that it exists. You give them a vague understanding of how it fits in. Then later you can touch on it again and go into more depth. It gives your neurology time to process that, oh, this thing exists. Let me build a little neuron for that. And then also the whole schematic versus procedural, there's actually less um, neuron connections needed to be made in schematic education than in procedural. So the reason we're not so tired is because we're not making as many, you know, we don't have to make these long, intricate chains of neurons. You know, it's a physiological thing as well as um, mental. And the other one is... Um, uh, Oh, what was the other one I was going to say? Oh, Socratic. There we go. The Socratic method of teaching where you ask a question. There's an actual neurological imbalance that is created when a person has a question in their mind. So Socratic teaching um, actually makes the the student have a question and an imbalance in the brain that makes you want to know the answer. <laughs> so this is part of the reason, I think, why we're all still engaged, is we have all these little imbalances in our brain that Alan has created, and we just need... <laughs> We need the answers. We need to have that resolution of learning and education. And I think that those three styles, that I'm sure there are others that I'm not even aware that he's doing on us, but those three are quite powerful. Um, what I wanted to bring up was um, the approach of uh, whole systems design that Alan brings to the table. And uh, for me as a, a young man with my own little business trying to, you know, figure my way in this world, it's really brought perspective uh, not just for my business but also for my lifestyle and my health and my relationships. And um, those those points are, um, yeah, it's really amazing to make those connections with permaculture and all those faucets of my life. And, yeah, I'm really grateful for that kind of that new perspective. All right, so <clears throat> uh, in response to the thing about women, most PDCs are 60% female, um, which is something I always bring up whenever people are pointing out that uh, all the, like for a conference uh, or or an event, it's like most of the permaculture presenters are male, and and it's like that's not cool, and um, and it's like I know I I don't under this is something where it's like it's worthy of a great deal of discussion, but but in on average uh, the attendees for PDCs tend to be 60% female. Um, and another interesting thing is, is that immediately after this event, the appropriate technology course begins, um, which will be, my understanding is, is like three quarters female. Um, there's actually going to be more women at the ATC than at the PDC. Um, so looking forward to that. Last few notes. Oh, one thing is, is um, uh, when this event was getting started, I, I was checking with Jocelyn. And I said, who we got lined up to, to cook for the event? And then Jocelyn said, oh, I think I'll just do it. And and she did it. She did it last year. It was amazing. Um, <clears throat> uh, there was one woman at last year's uh, ATC who said um, that she suffers uh, every day from arthritis, but while eating Jocelyn's cooking, it all went away because uh, Jocelyn believes in a low inflammation diet. Um, but uh, is the food been all right? God, oh, so good. <laughs> <laughs> Thank you, Justin. So, so some people might be uh, leaving with a few extra pounds. Um, and I, and that's another thing too. Is like I've been to PDCs where it's like, okay, here, here is your dinner. You do not get seconds. And I'm kind of looking at it thinking like. I don't think this is enough for somebody half my size. And um, uh, so it's like food was being effectively rationed, and it was kind of like a watery soup. 
And and so I I kind of I think we've done a pretty good job of making sure you get all the food you want. Um, although we have all kinds of sneaky ways of saying, you know, hey, when you're in town, you might want to bring some snacks. Because <laughs> of course I'm I'm the guy that has to monitor the food budget. And uh, fortunately, uh, Jocelyn's very good with the food budget, and I think she does great. And I, I think we've seen a lot of lunches have uh, the the leftovers from the night before uh, remade. Uh, I think. Uh, there was some oats that people didn't like so much, and you saw them the next morning as uh, uh, oatmeal pancakes. <laughs> Those were great. They were amazing. <laughs> no, the leftovers, I think, in some ways were better because oh, yeah. she repurposed it, and it's wonderful. Honestly, even if you didn't get your PDC certificate, like it would be worth it just to come here and eat Jocelyn's cooking for a couple weeks. Like I would pay for that. <laughs> kind of like a little vacation. Yeah. yeah, yeah. Okay, I got uh, just a couple more notes left on my list, and then we're going to wrap up. Uh, one is is that when Alan presents, very, uh, it's kind of a style that's uh, like if you've read a book and a third of the book is bibliography. It's a little bit like a PDC, where a third of the PDC is the bibliography. Would would that be accurate? Again, the pod people cannot hear you nodding. <laughs> yes, and people are nodding. Okay, people are like, yeah, 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 yeah. That, that, that's what it is. Yeah. Okay. And then the last note I have is somebody mentioned purple versus brown. Who was it that mentioned that? I can't remember. You want to say something about that? Yeah. Um, where do I start? Um, coming into this, um, we got an email prior to getting here, um, and Alan was kind of, you know, getting us started with some observation techniques, and we w- worked through this kind of booklet of his, where we uh, needed to go get into nature on a site and do basic basic ob- observation, sorry. And Alan really talked about like his tracking skills and how that's applicable to uh, design and and learning your your land and all that stuff. But um, anyway, the purple versus brown stuff. I didn't know what I was getting into coming here. Um, we are like a big family, and maybe that's a little purple. But other than that, the uh, the content and the uh, structure and the um, way of teaching is very brown, concise, and to the point and um, relatable. And there's no there's no filler. There's no kumbaya getting in the way of anything. And I find that super valuable. Um, I'm getting my money's worth in every single way at that point. But um, not to say that in between class and that night and stuff, we're not getting to know each other. And yeah, still getting that social stuff in that we all came to kind of get in our own ways. I would think that um, this course, I mean, 14 hours a day is pretty full. And and so if you if you put in, because like when, when I took my PDC, uh, we spent probably an hour a day uh, with holding hands and singing songs. And um, and I kind of feel like if you did that here, you would be missing an an hour a day of mm-hmm. stuff. That would that would be a big dent. Um, <clears throat> so I I kind of like this style that we have here, and it's not for everybody. And and while um, uh, I rolled with the 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 kumbaya thing that you just mentioned uh at at my pdc and some other events i'm i'm i i like that we're not doing it here but i do feel like uh it, the the down a downside of being so intense is that we're not seeing people like uh oh let's gather around the campfire at night and there's and i brought my guitar and i brought my banjo and i brought my whatever and there's like a little bit of that kind of thing going on um uh it seems like a lot of times there are people 
people where it's like you can't stop them from doing that. They have to do it. But it, but it seems like <clears throat> our dance card has been so full. Maybe there's like, you know, five or ten people even that like want to do that every night. But it's like there just isn't time. And so maybe it's being squashed. And maybe that's inappropriate. Maybe we should make time for that kind of thing. But I kind of feel like, um, you know, uh, make hay while the sun shines. And this is only two weeks. Whereas... I think for other events, it's like, oh, man, this is two weeks. So it's like we've only got two weeks, and every hour is precious. And I think everybody is, like, harvesting as much as they can from every little chunk of time. I agree with that. I, I really wish there was there was a little more time to socialize and get to know you all because you're all really awesome. Um, but I wouldn't trade it for I can't trade it for the the <laughs> valuable information. I just can't make that trade. So I don't know what I wish it was longer. But then again, I don't know if everyone could do it if it was longer. Anyway, so that, thank you. Well, you're going to be here for the ATC, so uh, it'll be longer for you. Different people. It'll be different people. It'll be, it'll be a lot of the same people. Atlin won't be here. I'll still be here. That's true. That's true. What are you saying, Kay? Don't you think this is a good group here, though, don't you? It is. Yeah. It is. Wouldn't you miss the people who are going to go? And, and now you're going to go from one instructor to three instructors. It's going to blow my mind. <laughs> Well, and I feel like we are getting a lot of socialization time. It just also involves, like, chores and or wandering around, like, discussing the topography or the plant communities and stuff. So, like, everything is very permaculture-focused, but we do still hang out a lot. So, it's cool. Yeah. You're cool. Oh. I have one question. Um, How do we all, as a group, convince Alan to stay for the ATC just so we can hang out with him? Because, like, <laughs> that's what I, I want to hang out with Alan some more. <laughs> So well, yeah, what I was what I was saying is I would love, I would absolutely love to do that. Uh, unfortunately, I still am a working engineer, and um, I'm I'm in the middle of uh, managing a couple of massive projects and uh, so forth, which I've been managing somewhat while I've been here. Uh, slide off and kind of you know do do some things because I've that's part of. I think what I bring to it, I, I have been doing um, systems engineering uh, at a pretty large scale for about 30 years, so uh, I know the industries and so forth. Unfortunately, I got to go back and and, and do that uh, for you know get that going and so forth. Otherwise, I would love to stay here and hang out with everybody. Now you were asking me for names of engineers that might be able to look at uh, your upcoming book uh, and give some feedback, and so one of those would be Rodney, who is one of the instructors that's going to be here for the ATC. Might be worth to connect him. Now, of course, we've got we've got Rodney, who's going to be teaching um, a lot of stuff about uh, electricity, uh, solar panel stuff, a lot of the the power angles on uh, a variety of other things. But but he's an engineer, and then uh, we've got Uncle Mud, who's a natural builder, and hence the name Uncle Mud, uh, and and is going to um, have his style, which is going to be, um, uh, you know, a lot of the appropriate technology stuff. He's going to be running point. And then there's going to be Jim, who uh, is a retired uh, high school shop teacher and uh, has, a, has a tendency to try and turn everything into a high school shop class. Um, but also, he's written a book on scrounging and so, you know, is an author in his own right and uh, tends to want to... Uh, uh, 
uh, turn projects into let's go get the materials. <laughs> you know, we'll we'll get those. It'll cost us nothing. You'll see. And so there's there's this powerful enthusiasm. And I've I've read that book and it's actually a lot of fun. Oh, good. Yeah. yeah cool. Awesome. Uh, one last note I have is that um, during the event uh, we've we've gotten a chance to uh, to dine with uh, the boots that are in the boot camp, uh, including you got one student that's uh, taking a uh, two weeks off from the boot camp to be part of the PDC. I'm sure you figured out who it is. <laughs> and uh, um, and he, he's hiding from the podcast. Uh, but uh, the cool thing is, is that uh, uh, the, the boots add a lot to the infrastructure. So there's a lot of little bits and bobs that get taken care of. I think you'll all have noticed that, because uh, like a lot of PDCs, it's like, okay, all the students are going to do a lot of chores. And here's the long list of chores. You know, so I think you've all been spared from a lot of that. Oh, yeah. Yeah. And so I think a lot of that has to the boots, the boot camp, and Coco and Jocelyn are taking care of a lot of things. And uh, I, I should say thanks for coming and helping Jocelyn. Jocelyn made it clear that if anybody wanted to come and help her in the kitchen, that she would allow one person a day. And um, I think that that makes a big difference because then people are do- are up there not because they're told you have to, but because it's like they, they like it. And was it a, did you learn some things working with uh, Jocelyn? Oh. Yeah. So people are nodding. Absolutely. <laughs> okay. All right. Anybody else got anything to add? I think that's a, that's a wrap. Got to shut it off so we can listen to Alan. <clears throat> got to get back to class. <laughs> yeah. If you like this sort of thing, come on out to the forums at permies.com where we talk about PDCs, homesteading, and permaculture all the time. Don't forget, go out to patreon.com slash paulwheaton and make a pledge for future artifacts.